us out. <laughs> hey guys, we Hello. are back. What's up? What's up? What's up? We're it's back. Wednesday. Welcome to November. It's officially fall all oh the way. God. November 5th. We are two days out from the original election day. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what it is anymore. Still no president. <laughs> We're still waiting on results on who is supposed to be the new president. Girl, um, this have you ever, crazy. I mean, in all my days, you in know, all of my days, <laughs> only had three decades so far. Okay. But I had never seen such in, in my only life. one decade of where we were allowed to vote so far. So can all the elders out there let us know, has this happened before in y'all generations? Like what is happening? Cause they said that they got what, 12 days or they got up to like a month, I think to actually declare who the president is or something. Girl, um, I have no, like, I literally have no idea what's going on. <laughs> like, I thought they announced that shit at midnight, usually on the East Coast, you know, around 1 a.m. Usually it's declared. Like, statement every <laughs> legit, every single time, like, I think the only time I was able to vote, and you might obviously also, since we're the same age, excuse me, Barack Obama. That was like our first president we were allowed to vote for. Thank God he won both terms. But for both of those elections, we found out actually that same night, like it wasn't even I went to sleep. It was like I was literally watching the TV and I started screaming both times that he won. Like, oh my God, calling everybody. Obviously it was early enough to where they were awake. And then with Trump winning the last election, I did go to sleep. It looked like it was going in Hillary's favor. Um, so I was oh, like, you know what? There's no way Trump is going to win. Hillary's killing it. I woke up. Donald Trump is the president. So that was literally like, like what type of nightmare? <laughs> I and I feel like I went back to sleep for a second because I was like, this is crazy. Like, I'm not really reading what I'm reading. And sure enough, Trump won. But all of that to say, we didn't have to wait. <laughs> Girl, not all this. This is ridiculous. I mean, but what I understand it's because of COVID and because COVID. of all the mail-in ballots and, you know, right. it's unprecedented how many mail-in ballots they got. I get it. I get it. I get it. My thing is, y'all knew what we were dealing with. We've been dealing with COVID for how many damn months now? More than half the damn year, I would say. Like, COVID has been started since March. We've been in quarantine since March. You had plenty of time to prepare how these ballots were going to be counted, how they were going to be accepted. And I got to say, the shit seems fraudulent. I don't already seen so many clips of ballot people uh ballots being tossed to the side, being crumpled up. And these are from the official ballot people, which I think are just citizens who volunteer for this shit so also driving in california i saw trucks i saw trucks loaded up with boxes of ballots and oh, i'm telling you i think they i think they were you know moving the ballots where they're supposed to go apparently but i saw some of them like it was a it was a dirty old truck and i'm telling you those boxes were filled with ballots to the top where ballots were falling out on the side they were falling in the crevices of the tr of the car like i just don't trust it like i don't how the shit was going down i just something ain't right i don't know like why are y'all handling ballots and this you know process 
Like, this is just some fly by night. Like we're voting for school president or some shit. Like y'all should have a standard fucking process with official people that have been trained in official vehicles and everything else. And you should have been doing it weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) You know, something is just not right. (laughs) Oh shit. What we do know is that we cannot <laughs> trust anything that the government is up to okay it is just so make it ghetto like very ghetto I really do hate it here um however one thing that I will say which has been very cool to witness is um a lot of one I do find it very discouraging that this time around, it's still such a close, close race. Like I would have thought, honestly, I had no thoughts going into this because I just, you know, but I'm just like, wow, these people really still love Trump. Like it doesn't matter. Honestly, I think it doesn't even matter for the majority of people that are Republican. They're just diehard Republicans, no matter who, I mean, it could be, it could be a hermit. And yeah. someone's going to choose Republican. You but just- I've honestly, I've seen a lot of black people on the internet who have come out with, I mean, I cannot, I cannot underestimate what they've said about Biden. Like they've come out with a lot of shit about Biden. That is just like, I feel like had we had a better candidate and he could still, he could still win. But I'm just saying, I feel like had we had a better candidate, uh, maybe more people would have left Trump and went to Biden. Biden's not a good like he's not it was just like oh my god you're the best we got I guess like that's it it and you're just even with I feel like he's just as racist like any white man that can sit up here and say I'm not black if I don't vote for him I have an issue with that like (laughs) I got a problem with it you know like I don't feel like you respect black people if you say some shit like that I just don't and it's just the lesser of two evils it's the lesser of two fucking evils in my opinion Hopefully he does something amazing for this, for this country, if he gets in office, but just because we hate Trump oh so much, I'm not going to pretend that Biden is an amazing fucking person and candidate for us. I can't do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I know there are some diehard Republicans, but I also know some people who vote, they will switch parties. They will really vote depending on the candidate. And I feel like when, when Obama got in office, he was just such a likable person who, spoke with integrity that a lot of people who were republicans probably did vote for him you know what i'm saying like it was it was that type of issue so Mm -hmm. i don't know i will say that it was also it's also been very interesting to see that a lot well i can't say a lot but some of the states that are just naturally red states just again just based on history it is what it is these states are automatically red they've never been blue it's looking like they flip they are flipping and this is one of the things that white people are afraid of is because you know people in filtrating these areas these spaces and what's going to happen is people more and more people that move into these cities that are were originally, you know, red and all of that kind of stuff. And they're flipping to blue because they hold majority of, you know, the voting. These people are going to expand out continuously. And it's going to, again, it's just going to spread. And white people, that is what they fear. They fear that the takeover and, um, you know, them losing power and 
that automatic kind of type deal. And I can't really just say white people. It could be all other people too that are on that yeah, side. Yeah, because I'm like, Biden's white. Like y'all yeah, still it can winning. Be, like it can either be, way, y'all are winning. Like a right. white man is about to run this country again. Yeah, like, and it's not, I mean, again, like I said, I, we've only been able to vote 14 times, black people. So, and when you think about it in that way, it's kind of like, well, damn, you know, that's really not that long ago. So like I've said this before, I'm always going to just exercise my right, no matter how I feel like I'm just going to do it. Cause I'd still, I still want to have my choice to mm-hmm. do it versus yeah. it being taken away. But to your point, yeah, Biden by no means is like this grand op. If anything, I really voted for Biden for Kamala. Like I, I like her again. She's got her hangups, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, I don't really always like everybody that has been in office. I, I, to be honest with you, I haven't even been really keeping up with the ins and outs of politics as I always have felt both sides will fuck you, right? So um, all of that to say, there have been some moments where I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Specifically me mentioning, you know, the automatic of red states now are flipping, which has never been done. Apparently people are saying, um, so that's interesting. That's really interesting. So it'll be interesting to see what Georgia ends up being. Is it really going to be blue? Um, because traditionally it's been red is Arizona. You know, I'm from Arizona. Maricopa County is by far one of the most racist counties ever. Like we don't, even I heard Arizona is a really racist, nothing but sheriffs. And um, for it, hell, we don't even heard that about Luther Arizona. King. That is, we so don't weird. even celebrate Martin Luther King. Um, so, what is that? And Arizona is so close to California. You would think they'd be more like progressive in that way, you know? You would. And fortunately, I have never experienced any racism personally. That's a blessing. While living in Phoenix, wow, um, or Fountain Hills, or Scottsdale, even the most ritziest of spaces in Arizona, I have not me personally experienced that. Wow. But I have do. You ever experienced it? Like, has anyone ever called you like a nigger to your face? <laughs> well, I don't even know. If, I mean, I guess third grade was very traumatic for <laughs> for me because. <laughs> I was really, really good friends. And this was in Missouri when I was living in Missouri. And um, I had befriended this girl. We were like somewhat of best friends. You know, I always hung out with her. I was always over her house. And then the whole OJ trial happened. Yeah, we were young as hell. When that we were young. Like, I didn't even know what was going on. Like, I just was like, whatever. I Obviously, OJ, OJ. But I didn't know. Third grade. So right. I remember going out on recess. And I had, um, I, don't, I can't really remember the details are foggy, but I, I want to mm. say we got into like a little argument on the playground and she was like, you, you're, that's why you're a nigger. You fucking nigger. You're just like OJ or something. It was something referencing OJ. And she said Dude. the N word mm-hmm. with the ER at the end and yep, with the ER, with the ER, like she knew, like she knew you know what she was doing what she was yeah. doing she her parents had to have yeah. been taught like it was really really now, was this, this this was Arizona this was actually Missouri oh this was Missouri yeah wow. I moved to Arizona when I was in sixth grade so I was like mm-hmm. 11 but 
I say all that to say like me experiencing racism just in total, that's been like probably the most. Now, have I probably been in spaces and situations where stuff has been kind of like, mm, you know, you just kind of let it slide. Sure. But like to be blatant, I have, I can't remember. I can't say other than that experience. What about you? Uh, Yeah, I've experienced it a lot when I was a child. Um, And then a few times when I was like, teenage teenage but Maryland is a really racist um just not that the people are racist but it's just like certain areas I think any one of those states that are like part of the thir- the original 13 colonies colonies just have like that just old ass racist roots you know and so down. hell yeah so back in the 90s um I lived in Potomac and uh, you know, we, me and my Real mom, oh yeah, shout out Real Housewives of Potomac. So I lived in Potomac before, you know, it was on Real Housewives, but I lived in like the section, me and my mom lived in like the section, uh, what do you call it? HOV. So it was like a housing unit within like a pretty nice neighborhood, but we were like the only row houses and all the other houses are like nice and rich and fancy or whatever. So I'm one of three, maybe three black people in my entire elementary school. So the first thing, and then I'm light skinned. So it's like, they don't know, like, you know, they don't know if I'm mixed. They don't know if I'm it's trying like to be white. A lot of it's like, well, what are you? You know, a lot of it was like that. And then it was basically coming from their parents. But my mom was in that office a lot for, you know, <laughs> kids calling me nigger or, you wow. know, I pulled my hair. Um, This one guy in my neighborhood. Now, this was a, a Spanish uh, boy. I think his parents were from like Puerto Rico. His grandmother now, this lady could barely speak English now, but she called me a nigger. And I was like 10. Ooh. I was 10. And this is coming from a Hispanic. So it's like, that's why I always feel away when people are like, Hispanic people can't be racist. I'm like, girl, they don't want to be black. Like, none of these motherfuckers want to be black. Like, maybe the new generation does, but their, their parents and their parents' parents, they still have that mindset that like, no, they're black. We're what we are. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it could be a good thing that shit is breaking down, but yeah, I mean, uh, the reality of it is, you know, a lot of these old, old school people are dying off. Um, (laughs) (laughs) bye-bye, you know, they they are. And what's, what's, what's really killing them the most is that their grandkids, kids are married to minorities and, (laughs) You know, again, they're now creating kids that are minorities. So it's getting harder and harder to, you know, create. Are you going to hate your own flesh? You're going to hate your own flesh and blood now? It's getting harder and harder to do that. And so, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see the world, you know, hopefully it'll change, you know, for our kids and their kids. And they'll be able to see something better than what we've seen you know what I mean we're not where we used to be for sure we're but we're we're, we're definitely no, nowhere near where we need to be um so you know yeah well let's talk about some of these because this is what I found very interesting about the whole election thing so <clears throat> when was election night Tuesday so as I was going home on Tuesday I live in downtown LA I'm driving you know back to my house went to the little store I'm noticing all of the store owners start to board up their windows okay they're preparing freaking war they're preparing for riots now this is before the winter has been announced clearly it's like I don't recall that I don't recall there ever being a time in life where we were expecting 
riots across the country based on the decision of who would be president. Like this shit has reached a boiling point, y'all. This is just crazy to me. Like this is normal now. You know, I think they already were doing some rioting in New York last night. And we don't even know who damn won yet. And my thing <laughs> at this point. Yeah. I think it's all so stupid. And here's one of the things where I feel like social media plays a huge part in that. And just media in general, this quick media microwave culture. Um, I personally don't think shit's going to happen. I mean, I, I don't. What I do feel is happening is that it's the better. The best way that I can describe it is. Hold on. What do you mean when you mean shit's not going to happen? No, I'm saying like, I don't think that there is going to, I don't think that anybody's about to tear up stores for me personally. I you know they already started rioting last night, right? In New York. Oh, Bur- I didn't know that. Middle of the street. So then, <laughs> yes, you know, then, yeah. So yeah, fires but, in the middle of the street, punching holes through windows of stores. And do they and know shit. which group is doing this? Is this black people <laughs> oh, or is this like frustrated Trump? civilians, girl? Let me show you because I'm like, you don't think it's happening? It's already happening without a winner being announced. That's the problem. Like, y'all are already hyped for no fucking reason. And what do you gain from that? Honestly, what what are you going to gain by setting the street on fire? Girl. Because of the president. I understand for police brutality, but for the president, you think they're going to be like, oh, shit, they're not agreeing with the president. Like, I just think that like, in like, in my honest, like humble opinion, I just feel like words have power and Trump has, is definitely the mastermind behind inciting and igniting fear amongst the different groups of people and I feel like Democrat well I can't even really say that I just feel like it's it's somebody put it out there this race war and all this other type of stuff is gonna happen and then everybody's just running with it to the point where it probably will happen but if people, I actually don't think it's a race war because even or, you think about well, just anger or whatever the case may be, like tearing up shit, like tearing up stuff. Like yeah, check your text. I just sent you the, the the footage. That the thing is, they already are doing this. That's how you know it has nothing to do with this damn election. Like people are frustrated to a level where they're using this election to fuck shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like it has nothing to do with this motherfucking election. And that's what I'm saying. I just don't think that. But the rumors are it's based on the election. So it's like somebody's putting it out there that because of the election and whoever wins, because I've seen it several times, like nobody wins in the sense of Biden. Nobody's I mean, he's a clown. Trump, he wins, he's a clown. Like, nobody really wins. And so, to your point, I definitely agree. It's just an excuse to fuck some shit up. That's my whole point. But it's like, yeah, they already why, are people, like- why are people saying that or trying to blame it on the, like, stop saying that. Like, just stop putting that out there. Like, the if you're going to fuck shit is- up because you're mad, let it just be that. But like, the know. whole system, the whole government is expecting some huge outlash because of whatever decision is announced. Now, to me, that makes me think 
that could be another reason why they're, why they are stalling with these results to try to kind of brace people or try to like, I don't know. It's, it's weird because like I went to Atlanta this weekend. Now last weekend was what that was Halloween weekend, a whole fucking week before the election, a few days before the election girl, they got national guard posted in Atlanta, downtown streets. Like they're just waiting for some shit to pop off. Like why, (laughs) you know, I just, and then on top of it, now we're dragging out the results and y'all got national guard posted in, in major cities across America, boarded up shit. It's, it's very, it's very strange. It's very strange to me. And um, it doesn't help that Trump is saying, if I lose, stand back, stand by, you know, what the fuck does that mean? It's like, you're not leaving girl. You're not leaving without a fight. Girl, they get, they get 30 days or something to move out January or something like it's embarrassing. Y'all better come with. The, it's with embarrassing, the especially to see a president say, stop counting the votes. Like where in history has it ever been said for a president? Uh, 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 someone who is a president, you know, um, that's how you know you're losing. Like, why would the fuck would you say stop counting the damn votes? Because my thing is, if you were in the, if you were winning, there, everybody's doing their job. They're doing a great job. Everybody's doing amazing, you know. But you're losing, so now it's a fraud. It's scam. People are withholding ballot. You know, it's just like a shit. I just hope they get these damn electoral votes to align with these last three. (laughs) Make sure the electoral votes go with the popular. Let's just get his ass out. Like, I'm so tired of Trump. Like, I'm seriously so tired of Trump. He even made a comment that was like Trump did. He made a comment and was like, watch if I lose uh, presidency, watch (laughs) corona go away because they they've created this disease under my administration but watch if i lose watch it go away i'm like i do believe that. if it goes away it's because you were probably doing some shit to keep the shit going like but why i'm not gonna say deny that? that he would start spilling all types of secrets this that's the man they're gonna have to kill because believe me there are some government secrets that everyone would be very shocked about and i do not i mean shit we we small right now i think i could say this without being harmed but yeah i, I do like, think, i do think covid was man-made i do it definitely man-made and also look up the uh, the president of the cdc who went missing um right around the time and his father was looking for him and that they tried to cover up the cdc tried to cover up his fucking uh murder and shit so i think some fishy shit was going on period i do I do, I do, I do. Now, do I agree with Trump and everything he says? No, but I know that's an egotistical man. And if things don't go his way, he will start spilling everybody's shit. He don't give a damn. I know that much. <laughs> I do know that. So call me crazy, but mm-mm. Well, there you have it. You know, y'all can call me crazy. It, but no, mm-mm. I mean, you that's know. a lab made fucking disease. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. that came out weak as shit because they thought it was going to be stronger <laughs> but let me shut up all right y'all <laughs> i um it'll be curious so i think we are i'm gonna tell you one other thing that was funny have you seen the nevada governor come out and speak to why they're so slow on their results like nevada you guys just doesn't give a fuck okay um that one of the what do you call it news reporters um 
had reached out to Nevada's governor or maybe it was the mayor or whatever. And was like, you know, what is going on? Like, why is it taking you guys so long? Like, what is your plan in place? And he was just like, we'll get to it when we get to it. Um, <laughs> Y'all should, not better tell him how to do his job. Girl, he was like, you know, we should, we should, we should be somewhere within 24 hours. And she was like, okay, but it's already been, you know, he, they were like, can you at least give us something like show some numbers? And he was like, again, I, we will get to it when we get to it. She was like, okay, great. I'll check back in with you guys later. So then like he a couple hours later, like, per my back, first email. <laughs> girl, a couple hours later, she checks back in and she's trying to open the door and everybody then went home. Girl, girl not, y'all not gonna stress them out over this. But- girl, everybody <laughs> then clocked out and went home, okay? She was like, hmm, well, I guess everybody's gone for the day. <laughs> I want to say that they're volunteering half of these people. Like, y'all not finna Listen, stress them out. You are not finna stress these people out. Nevada said you will know as soon as we know. Girl, y'all when I tell you okay this is the motherfucking twilight zone. That's why I don't put shit past that. Like everything, anything could be possible at this point. This is some shit I ain't ever seen in my life. It is, it's 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 hilarious. I mean, it's almost like you're living in a dream and just as soon as you didn't think 2020 could get any crazier or weirder, yeah. it gets super weird. Like we're all anticipating who the next president is going to be yeah. regardless of who you're for. We're just wanting to know who it is. Girl. And by, by previous, like by history, judging history, we've known really quickly. And so for us to just still be kind of like, what's going on? What's going on? People have literally watched Girl. CNN all day and we are still where we were a week ago where we, we know nothing girl 20 2020 is gonna go out with you, you with the fucking bang okay <laughs> you know girl, how the you fire it's over are. you're like more like more to come girl it's clearly look at the trend i'm just saying you know how those five those seasons are like you got a good fucking season <laughs> oh my god this is the best season ever Guess what? The finale be the fucking mind blower. The Girl. finale is where it really goes. Fuck around and be the rapture child. Like, just get ready, honey. Uh, Girl, I see God some knows dragons and some, some gooblins and goblins while I'm driving. I just I like, wouldn't Lord, surprise take me. Me I, would not, I would not be surprised in one little bit if we see if they were like, okay, y'all, we've been holding this for a while. Some of y'all know but the aliens are here. We've tried to hold it back as long as possible. Um, what they're going to need, that's why we're going to have to microchip everyone just for everyone's safety. Um, and coronavirus, you know, so I, I, I personally like, believe the happened. aliens have touched down, checked us out and been like, no, get me oh, out of here. This we is the, the motherfucking aliens. Yeah, this is the ghetto. I don't, I don't want to stay here. <laughs> get we me out of here. Fucking aliens, but I so. do believe in, I mean, I do believe that there's other creatures other than humans. Um, I do believe that there's life outside of earth. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, again, nothing at this point will surprise me, knock on wood. Like I keep saying, I just pray and I hope that all my friends and my loved ones and my family make it over to 2021. Yeah. I pray that is my daily prayer. That is my only oh. thought. Um, money you know, anything else like can hold off. I really just want to judging from how 2020 has been and sicknesses and illnesses and people losing their parents, their friends, their kids. Um, it's real. 
and it's real scary and so I'm just praying that we all make it to 2021 period just stay close to God y'all no matter what happens stay close (laughs) you never know the day nor the hour and the worst thing that you can take for granted is thinking that you have till tomorrow nope who knows what's gonna happen so but we will continue to follow this, obviously. Um, soon as they release the results, we'll be back on here again to discuss no, that part of it. We'll be definitely no, we following. <laughs> How would you say? I said, I'm just saying, they know we will. We're going to be right back up here talking shit about whatever way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I mean, more to come. More to what come. Do you feel comfortable sharing who you voted for? Um, I mean, sure. I voted for Biden, but well, I don't. I'm just saying, cause some people are like, uh, I don't disclose that. And I saw, I, mean, something I feel like it's stupid to ask, I'm, unless you're my really close friend, I'm not about to just go asking strangers who you voted for. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's slick rude or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, know. it's not, I mean, we all know politics and religion are just two things you just shouldn't discuss anyway just because yeah with strangers anyway because it just yeah. gets real shit gets real real people be real passionate yeah. and- i mean i dropped my ballot off at the last hour like i voted for biden y'all but i'm not proud of it like i literally just did it for my ancestors to be honest i'm just i'm not proud of it I'm just yeah really but I, ha- I wasn't proud when hillary ran either <laughs> like i wasn't proud when hillary ran um I wasn't, but I felt more, con- I don't know why. I know she was, she was a really bad person too. Um, well, she's done some really bad things. That whole administration, the Clinton administration, which Biden was under, has done some really terrible things for black people that black people just don't know about. Um, but hopefully he can redeem himself, you know, for the, for the years he didn't do shit for black people. So ho- yeah. hopefully he can redeem himself, but I'm just so tired of living in a country where my options are just the lesser of two fucking evils i mean we lucked up for you know those eight years our our life was blessed not to say obama was the best president but at least i felt like i was you know connected to a candidate like you know i saw myself i saw my family and you know i just felt i felt like i mattered in some weird way just because somebody of that stature being important you know i felt like he connected to me shit he got black daughters and shit but now I just feel like here we go again, back on this train ride where these folks don't give a damn about us. <laughs> like, you know, and we're just voting for them and standing behind them and they don't really care about us. Girl. But that's what we got to do. That's what we always got to do. Just do the best we can do. You know, it's just, I'm tired of it. Uh, what's that saying? <laughs> if you depend on someone to feed you, you can't be mad when they starve you. So I think the message for everyone is get out here, grind, find your passion, do what it is that you love to do. Um, it's easier for some than others, but you know, don't rely, try not to rely on other people that could be you know the relationship you're in it could mean it just anything like try to figure shit out and get shit done on your own that way you don't have to depend so heavily on um other people you know and you know I would like to think that if I made over four hundred thousand dollars 
I still wouldn't vote for someone like Trump to save my money. Um, <laughs> you know, just, I would, I would hope that. Um, but again, I don't, I, I'm not judging those who decide otherwise, but um, just follow what's in your heart and be as independent as possible. Really, you know? I think you made a, you posted a meme that was really, really good. It was like, me if Biden wins, me if Trump wins. And it was like a bag of money. Either way, you know, it's like, yeah. I still have to get the bag. Like, regardless of the fuckery that y'all are on, like, the bag is still gonna get, yeah. get it's still, it's gonna get, it's gotta get done. So, I like telling you, I, really I just, that. I'm just like, what have, what have any of these presidents really done for us? Like, I mean, I appreciate Obamacare. That's the only thing that really did change my life because I had just got kicked off my mom's insurance. And well, the Pell, Grant, Pell Grants really helped me out in school um, where I was able to get those refunds. And had I not taken mm-hmm. out extra, I could have had a full free tuition at TSU just off my Pell Grant. Mm-hmm. Obama mm-hmm. was solely responsible for making that See? happen. So what are we, so I want to know what, or either of them going to do for us whoever the fuck you know yeah i'm just so tired of getting breadcrumbs and then like we go so hard y'all try to get the black vote so fucking hard and then it's just like what y'all really fucking do for black people like after election season afterthought like see y'all in four years we start campaigning again right Um, yeah but hey whatever i'm not here to squash nobody's high hopes all right so the next topic that i wanted to discuss they really kind of go well do they go here i guess we can talk about um the shade room and their most recent attempt to remove any hateful comments specifically surrounding like racism um people who are gay um presidency like hateful hateful comments that they're seeing in their comment section um and they've just decided to keep a close monitor on that and really take away um you know people's right to really voice their opinion whether it's regardless of what it is um I know Jordan Woods she came out and she applauded the shade room for that because you know I know a lot of celebrities that get really upset when fans or people who are the opposite of that they have opinions on things and they're able to just say whatever they want to say under their pictures or whatever the case may be um I do have my own thoughts on that just because I feel like as a celebrity you know, it, it's just what comes with the territory. It doesn't give people the right, but at the same time, it, it just comes with it. Um, but then to Jordan's point, she also mentioned, you know, the shade room in media outlets like the shade room do have to take a certain responsibility. And that responsibility is um, the way that in which they are framing different headlines where they could be looked at, you know, more subjective as to one one side or the other. Um, and we've all seen certain headlines where we're like, now y'all know y'all messy as hell for wording this, uh, this topic like this, because you already know people are about to go in. So what are your thoughts? Do you feel like 
it's a good thing to restrict people from total freedom of speech if it's not in the way in which that site feels like it should go or do you kind of feel like different about it like mm, I don't know because that's their opinion and whatever and then I also think like how hateful are we saying like are we saying like okay I want to kill this bitch (laughs) you don't you know what I mean or is it like just a strong strong opinion about something that someone who really really believes something and it can come across hateful you know what I mean like I don't know like what's the where's the middle (laughs) right well before I get too deep into this I just want to say shade rooms comments are my weekly dose of fucking non-stop laughter like I don't care how I'm feeling I don't care if I'm fucking crying if I take my ass on shade room and double tap and open those fucking comments something is going to make me fall out in laughter every fucking time like it doesn't matter (laughs) it don't matter what the post is like those shade room comedian commenters are just hilarious high caliber they're high caliber undefeated so in that in that regard i love shade room and and their comments okay but moving to the censoring thing i think it's a big issue and (sighs) okay first of all they're called the shade room people okay they are the tabloid of of instagram they started the whole tabloid instagram business all right the Inquirer, all those magazines we grew up on with the celebrity gossip and shit, you know, in the newsstand. That's what Shade Room is. Their whole title is Shade Room, which means to throw shade, which means to be shady and make funny comments, first of all. So don't act like I didn't know what Shade Room was, first of all, okay? Now, to your point, what crosses the line? I feel like if it's not violent and threatening, like I'm going to kill you, I want to do this to you, then I feel like it has no... I just don't feel like they have the right to 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 censor people's comments like that. Now, I know Instagram is already on some shit like that. So if you go right now on your Instagram and try to hashtag some shit, um, you could hashtag election, Joe Biden, Trump. You could hashtag, I think I hashtag, hashtag one of my conspiracy pages that I follow. They're blacking out all the hashtags right now. And they literally say this um, hashtag is, uh, you know, censored because it's compromising information that could elect the, the election or the vote. I have an issue with that. Okay. Don't tell me what knowledge or what information could change my mind about something and your vote. If that's some type of information, you know what I'm saying? Like my thing is this is social media. <laughs> you, I, this is a dangerous line of censorship that people are not understanding. And it started out years ago with like YouTube and now it's getting to Facebook and like, you know, it's like some groups are being censored while other groups are not being censored. Some pages are being censored and other pages aren't being censored. It's dangerous as fuck because if one group gets censored, eventually they're going to censor all of us and say, Nope, that's not what we want to hear you okay one more strike and you're going to be fined or whatever like it can get to that point eventually so I don't know how I feel about censorship in that way I feel like if the comments are not violent or threatening I don't think they should have any real reason to be taking them down or like censoring people's comments um I don't know that's how I personally feel and I know a lot of people feel like social media is harsh and 
people, you know, get hurt and bullied and they do. And if they're children, I feel like that needs to lie in the hands of the parents to protect your children from social media. You know what I'm saying? But social media is not there to, I know it can be confused as such, but it's really not there to boost your confidence. Like people are making it that way. You know what I'm saying? But this is literally just an online forum and people are going to have a lot of balls over a freaking screen. But if you start having another person determine what's acceptable or what's not, it, it crosses a dangerous line to like all of us being censored eventually. Shit, we can't even talk about Cardi B. We can't even talk about Cardi B basically on our channel or her people going to come and censor our shit on YouTube. I agree. So, I, um, it's hard to say that I'm like, so social media has done a lot of great, great things for everybody. Small businesses, minorities. Um, it's just done a lot of great things. You know, it, it, it has. And I can't say that I wish it was something like this because at the end of the day, you know, we can always wish something was a better example of its original product right like there's always room for improvement um I think one of the things that I do miss in media is the due diligence piece of certain certain things um I think that to Jordan Woods um comment by her saying you know the shade room essentially instigates certain things. Um, so on one hand, they're saying, oh, we're going to remove hateful comments, but yet you put up something and in the headline, it's more subjective towards maybe a negative, but yet you, you expect people to be positive or say nice things about something that was presented in a way that could be looked at differently. I'm Do you know what I mean? Shade Room did that to save face, okay? Instagram yeah. Coming through. Instagram is coming through if you can't tell and they about to start shutting shit down if yeah. they don't feel like it goes with their guidelines or whatever they're gonna shut shit down so and so shade room in order to protect their page I'm sure yeah made it that public. makes sense now that it's makes sense own. I'm sure that's what it was because right after that they did have to remove that Lizzo post remember I sent you that Lizzo post you because did. people were going you in did. on Lizzo so I'm, I'm sure the comments just got out of control where they just deleted the whole Lizzo post so I feel like they think Instagram is probably coming down harder on these pages for like bullying and shit. That's what I think, you know? So. And it also sends a very bad message out there too. I don't, it's just, listen, it's just so many rules, exceptions to the rules that are out here. It's hard to keep up. It's, I mean, it's, it's hard because on one hand you have people posting things that they probably know if they're, especially if they're a celebrity, but even if they're not, let's just say they're a well-known blogger or, um, uh, they're just a pretty person or someone who's just known, just, they've got a lot of followers. They've got a lot a huge following. Um, they potentially, if they post something like Lizzo did, we know that Lizzo has not always gotten the most nicest comments. And so it's almost kind of like it's expected for positive and the other. And so then what does that send to Lizzo that like she shouldn't post 
things like that if she I mean Lizzo's a bad example because Lizzo is just over the top she's gonna do what she wants to do regardless actually I think she thrives off the negative comments loves it (laughs) (laughs) you know but I'm just saying like someone Lizzo like it may not even be her body type or anything it just it's like I don't want to get to the point where we're we already live in a false reality social media is not necessarily not real life it's not not therefore what are we sending out here is that in this world that everybody's nice and they're always going to have a nice opinion about something and exactly you know um i just don't think it's realistic to got it to censor people again if it's violent comments if it's hateful Mm. like I'm going to punch you. I want to kill you. I want to see you dead or some, some things on that, that level. That's way too much. That's threatening, you know? Exactly. But I don't know. I just feel like we're just sending an even more bad example of fake reality. It's been bad, man, because I just feel like we are eventually going to be like, this This is going to be the wild, wild west of social media. Like when we look back on it, it's like, damn, remember we could do anything, say anything, post anything. Like, and also, that's what I feel like it's going to be. Well, if they're going to do this then they need to set an age limit like they do with alcohol and cigarettes. If you feel like people are supposed to behave in a certain way or certain groups cannot, or certain people can't handle certain things, then you need to make an age requirement because even 18 to 21 year olds and older, they can't handle social media. But what I'm saying is, if they can't handle social media to an extent where it messes with their mind and it's like, oh my God, I got 30 likes on this post versus 300 on this post and it's psychologically fucking mm-hmm. them up. And think about it, they're adults considered yeah. adults at that point. What do you think it's doing to our kids? I mean, I do think it's fucked up. But and I don't think that it should. Now, again, I'm not saying either one mm-hmm. way or the other. I'm just saying if they're going to go there, then right. you need to go all right. the way. If you don't know, like. Yeah. I mean, it's just. I do think that ki- that parents, you know, who have age kids that can get on social media and have phones and shit. Y'all have a lot to worry about because the internet goes deep you know with all types of shit and how you connect connect to all different types of people and then you got dating apps and then you got people catfishing and shit so it is scary the internet is scary you know what i'm saying but i think it has to you know go back to the parent as well but if if society wants to take some type of stand against it i feel like maybe it needs to be like a class in school, you know, social media health, or just like we have fucking uh, health ed, you know, like how to deal with social media or self-esteem. Like this is clearly going to be a part of kids' lives for the rest of their lives for all of us, honestly. And maybe now that it's becoming so important in everyone's lives, we got to start being responsible with like, I guess how you, how you, help kids navigate through that because adults is like, okay, y'all adults figure it out you can actually delete the app and have some self-control and just not get on it if it's ruining your fucking life, you know? But right. kids are more impressionable. So yeah, maybe it needs to be some systems or something, some type of courses. I don't know. But it is dangerous out here. I would not, I'm not looking forward to that, you know, when it I is. have a kid. It, I, that is. seems very and scary to me. One of the things that I do with my my son 
who just turned 12. Happy birthday, Carter. That is unbelievable. Um, (laughs) One of the things that I do as a parent is I make sure that I'm checking his, his phone. One, he's not allowed to have social media, um, at all, but how do I manage that? At some point I do know that he's going to sneak and do certain things because he's a kid, but how do I manage that in a way where I still give him his space to feel like he has something private, not truly private, but also me monitoring and keeping up with what's going on. And I am constantly checking his phone. I'm constantly checking his history. I'm constantly checking areas in which he doesn't even know that I can check. I have caught a few things that you better can't get over on no I was once 12, 13, 14, 16, 20, honey. So I already know what's And you were doing it all. (laughs) And I'm not proud, but I know what's out here, okay? And it's only gotten worse. So fortunately, by me implementing those types of checkpoints with my child, I've been able to get ahead of some things and have those crucial conversations like, hey, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like why why is this on your phone oh they did that and it 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 checks out and I'll reach out to the other parent and say hey your child was looking in my son's phone and they did this and I saw this okay because these kids are sending things privately with dms girl, girl. All types of stuff they got all types of ways like whatsapp you got all types of these challenges that they're doing these cucumber challenges I mean it's it's a lot out here it's out of control girl and um so yeah you know with all that being said I don't know what age I'll allow him to have a social media I don't know I don't know I don't care when people say well you know there's other kids that have a YouTube channel there's other kids that are doing those other kids don't don't live in your house okay I don't give a damn who's doing what Joe Sally Bill and Will was doing it you not doing it Jimmy John jumped off a bridge is your motherfucking ass about to jump too you know what I'm saying we're gonna take wait it to your parent and say shit like that, girl. girl. Oh my god. Because all we doing is recycling lines that I don't care if <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give me some water. Can you give me some water? Girl, we just be passing that shit on down. Girl. I cannot. But um, but yeah, I as far as the social media thing, it's just gotten to the point where it's too much for anybody to put their hands on you know and grasp and figure out Crazy. the best way to handle it it's already on it it's already out there and the most you can do is that. take what you take and leave the rest mm-hmm. and if you cannot yourself handle um what's being thrown out there then social media may not be the platform for you yeah. simple as that because you can't control a, a public platform when you're publicly putting out information and photos that are available for the public to have an opinion on. Simple. Yeah, posting shit. If you don't want people to comment <laughs> on it or know about it or, you know, because it didn't- That's what I wanted to say to Jordan. I'm like, Jordan, now you know, <laughs> you shouldn't have been up there at that party sitting on Tristan's lap, girl. <laughs> you wouldn't have been in all these damn, come on now. Like, don't act like you oh so innocent. Like you were doing juicy shit, so it's gonna get posted. The shade room did not make that up, sweetie. So never. Yeah. 
and they actually they actually post Jordan wasn't a very good light. Like if they've taken sides in the whole Kardashian they did. first Jordan thing, they took Jordan's side. So they did. And as they should have, because again, uh Chloe and Kim, you know, that Kylie, all of them have been a part of some sort of mischievous scandal as it relates to a friendship and somebody's man. Somebody's um, man girl they have no room and i just think oh that it was the easy target for jordan because they felt like oh she was like a puppy dog at one point and yep. we took her in again it goes back to the point if you rely on someone to feed you don't be surprised when they starve you mm. and unfortunately um people who lend a helping hand aren't always doing it out of the goodness of their heart there and you'll know why if they throw it back in your face so I just think that Jordan was caught in a really bad spot and it's unfortunate because her and Kylie were super super close in something like this where sex wasn't even involved that we know of um <laughs> but regardless you know what I mean like regardless it just it sucks because I'd be pissed at Chloe I'd be like you know, Chloe, we can't help that your man is a slut. You know, like Jordan slap on the wrist, but Tristan. I just feel like Jordan felt like they would do it to her in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what it was. Like I'm Kylie's friend and y'all don't have no loyalty to me. Like I felt like that, like, cause we don't know what she's seen on the inside. You know no. what I'm saying? And All she's we've seen, seen a lot, I'm sure. Mm-hmm exactly so I, I know she has seen a lot and so yeah if she wanted to be a bitch and spiteful and all that kind of stuff she could have been done that then she could have been done that but she still yeah. is like you know what I'll just take this L I'm gonna turn my business into an empire for what I don't think she took an L I think she definitely got a W from that not not for as far as like her friendship with Kylie you know like I know they miss each other like she need her no more like I mean not to say she was using her or whatever but Jordan's big now like now she's like big like people be talking about her now which is crazy yeah I mean she's not Kylie big but she's big enough to maintain that lifestyle her own and she's kind of put she came out at the right time because probably about Two years prior to that, I can't say that she still would have had that because she got a lot of work done too. Oh, girl, yeah, she, she lost a lot of weight. Like she has she got really work done. Damped her whole situation. She looks great, and she didn't look bad before. She didn't. She never looked bad. But I could definitely see the glow up, honey. Um, and that new man looks. Oh yeah, good oh, with yeah. her. I think he's like a basketball player or something. He is. But, yeah. yeah. She came up. She got out. out to Jordan. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, our final topic, unless you have something else you'd like to discuss, but this was something that I wanted to mention um, because you sent the clip to me and it was just oh so good. The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, uh, I think we had talked about on our last podcast. We were like, uh, typically we see a preview. We see some sort of announcement of when the the series premiere season premiere is gonna we haven't seen any of that (laughs) so 
So it seems like right after we um, recorded that podcast, well, there was a full-blown three-minute trailer that dropped. They be listening to us, girl. And honey, it was juicy, okay? Like, we have been communicating and discussing, like, what we feel the Real Housewives of Atlanta needs in order to have some sort of boost because it's been very, very dry. And... I don't know. Just the trailer in itself looks very juicy. There's a lot of different things going on. So did you know that new girl? Because that new girl looks entertaining. So the Fallon girl, I don't remember seeing her on in the preview that mm-hmm. um, I watched. Now, I did see Drew Sedora. Um, okay, from the game. From the game. Oh, shoot. Not Drew. Drew is on there. and she's Who married. man is she about to try to steal? <laughs> like- married oh she's um, married she's married and it looks like there, you know there's some there's some uh, interesting uh conversations that are going to be happening between her and her husband specifically I guess he disappeared for three days she didn't hear from mm-hmm. him and everybody's like "Ooh, three days bitch Ooh. be my man not my man you know doing all that girl how the hell your man disappeared what does that mean girl he probably went somewhere child he like here that, that nigga could be found okay if he came back that nigga was not disappeared he just took a break and went i hate when people say that like what do you mean disappeared <laughs> like She's like, you disappeared for three days. Where were you? You still never told me where were you for those so three did days. So did he? He was ignoring you for three days. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, yo, I told you. Yo. I'm like, was his family looking for him or just you? Uh, I'm trying to figure it out. They won't even put out a missing search report until you're missing for three days, I think. So, I mean, like, it's just, you know, it's just one of those well, things. She looks kind of, inter- one of them looks pretty entertaining on that trailer. So. It might have been her probably because i didn't see valid um and then we saw portia and tanya the bedroom drama i told you about the drama you told us about um i don't know if you want to refresh our viewers memories of apparently a cynthia's bachelorette party they had threesome with the stripper and they had some clips on there with noises 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 but I don't know, y'all. I'd, I'd be wanting to trust it. But then again, it's television. I just don't know if this is all like a setup. Yeah, we don't For storyline. For storyline, because people be reaching for them storylines. But Tanya seems like she's just really disturbed by all of the rumors. Yeah, she does. She, she will. And I think she probably has the most to lose because, <laughs> you know, she <laughs> has been done to me. She's been a very, very long time term fiance like for 10 years nini has always reminded her of that sweetie how did he dump her getting married no i'm just saying like they've been engaged for like 10 years don't do that um don't say that (laughs) no they did yeah (laughs) it's been a long-term engagement they have not been engaged for 10 years you mean like they've been together for 10 years well let nini tell it honey they she's had that ring and has not progressed from step two to step three to the final step of a wife for years that's crazy so i don't know what the holdup is um i don't even know if there is a holdup but who knows Usually for people, it's money, it's finances, it's COVID, but they seem to have everything. So I don't know what would be stopping them from marriage. 
Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. It looks like Dennis and Portia are no longer together. Um, that's not shocking. Yeah, they were hanging um, on by thread. Cynthia is planning her wedding. As we do know, they did finally, you know, not finally, but they did end up getting married. And so mm-hmm. I guess this is just going to be discussing the the route, um, the journey to marriage. Um, and then with Candy, it looks like she is still having issues with her, with Riley's dad. Um and you know the whole child support issue so we'll we'll see about how that unfolds yeah that's Um, been a storyline for years and i honestly i'm like at this point candy i don't know i just but i mean i get it my mom i mean i don't think she never seen a penny of all that back child support (laughs) i just know that if like i and this is just my opinion i get it this is my opinion on it like I, I don't know. I don't want to. I think it's more sad that she has no relationship with her dad, um, uh, Block, whatever they call him on that show. I think that's the saddest part because the one episode I do remember him being in, she, they had some sort of dinner and that poor girl, she just felt so uncomfortable. Like she was like, don't leave mom. And like, it was so awkward and like they had nothing to talk about. And yeah. It breaks my heart because it is really sad when you just like, damn, you can't even really. It's really hard to get that uh, parent child bond when you missed all those years. It's mm-hmm. just tough. Mm-hmm. But God bless them. We will see how that unfolds. It could happen. It could happen. Because mm-hmm. I'm closer to my dad now than I've ever been, and I'm 30 something. Yeah. So it could definitely happen. You know, when you get older and the kid becomes an adult and they don't hold on to the grudge of you not being there. And you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hopefully it turns out well. Hopefully it does. I'm I'm very hopeful um, of that. So yeah, lots of lots of cool things in store for. <laughs> oh, interesting! It's gonna be an interesting uh, season, y'all. Y'all should definitely watch. Actually. It's going to be very interesting. I'm excited. I still don't even know when it premieres. Do you know when it premieres? I think December. I think they said December. Oh, is it December? Shit. Mm -hmm. They missed, they pushed it out a lot. It used to to be the first weekend in November. I know. They don't push it all the way to December. So quarantine, you know how that go. Girl. But everything's open in Atlanta. Open and popping. Like ain't nothing happened. Dang. I will. Yeah. So, um, so all of that to say, any other topics that I'm missing that we didn't cover? No, I don't think so. So just, you know, stay prayed up y'all make sure you invest in lots and lots of self-care during these crazy Uh, times love yourself if that means therapy a shopping spree a vacation pto a dinner you know Mm -hmm. shit at this point a book silence do do that okay do that um but yeah, so until next time, we will see y'all. For Let's sure. give a shout out to our sponsors, One Hope. 
Yes. One Hope Wine. Ha ha ha. We'll be ordering the glitter bottle too. So we'll show you what that looks like once we get it. Um, it's perfect for holidays. Um, Pop any the type bottle, of gift. Yep. Yeah. Hmm? I said perfect for gifting in any type of like celebration, oh, yeah. like holiday, um, yeah. festive 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 yeah girls love you can also get it like engraved or like personalized Personalized. yep Mm -hmm. good gift idea plus you're giving back to charity so make sure y'all follow us for all the details with one hope wine and everything else we got coming up because we're going to be giving away some stuff soon again again so follow us y'all and we'll talk to you later peace bye